Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome. To stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. A man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast on the planet. We are presented by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Good afternoon, Billy Gill. Hello, Stugatz. What a week, huh? Oh, it is Masters Week, Billy. It is Masters Week. I am so excited. It looks like Tiger's going to play. This is such a big week for both of us. You have been a longtime golfer and fan of the game. I am now a big golf guy from one golf outing. (laughs) I mean, this is our week. It is. <laughs> now it's our week. It's this been is my our week. week. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you and I, like, how long have you been on the show, Billy? How long? <laughs> uh, 12 years since 2010. Okay. So for 11 years, for 12 years, essentially, it's been my week. Now you're saying after a single round of golf in which me and Chris Cody both said that Billy Gill can be a very good golfer, and you can be, mm. uh, now it's our week, huh? <laughs> it's our week. And I, um, as a longtime uh, golfer and now golf aficionado, I saw the video that we put out. We had this little competition, and we'll get to it uh, in just a moment with Max Homa that was all put together by Elijah Craig Bourbon. 
where yeah. we had to beat Max Homa's score, and we kind of did it as best ball. So we were all competing against Max Homa to try to beat his score. And I watched the video, and while the ball seemed to be going well, like it was kind of going straight, not too far, not too short, like nice shots. Man, what an ugly swing I have. Not great looking. <laughs> it's almost like I'm afraid to go all the way back and like let it rip. Like I just kind of go halfway and then I just go yeah. forward because I'm trying not to miss the ball. Well, Billy, sometimes that's a good thing. If you shorten the swing, sometimes that's a good thing. I do like what you did, however, because I've been playing golf my entire life, and I played shitty the day we played against Max Homa, and you were not, you did not hesitate one second to call me out on my shitty golf. Like You really did it, and thank you, because I did not play well. Now, I will say this. It was a best ball format, Billy, yeah. and so you get a little lazy. You're not concentrating. Mm -hmm. We all knew we were going to hit Chris Cody's driver. I mean, that's it. I can't outdrive Chris Cody on my best day. I cannot outdrive Chris Cody, but thank you for calling me out because golf is a very hard game. It's difficult, man. Thinking back, I probably knowing that we were just going to do the best shot, I probably should have just tried to like let loose and see how hard I could hit it. But yes. like, also, that's what Roy was doing, and it was going very poorly. Like he almost killed a cameraman. <laughs> Tony was also doing that. Tony hit two shots that I, I still can't figure out like right. how they worked, where they landed. Like he, they sliced so much that they landed behind where the shot was taken. That's how right. far off they went to the side. It was crazy. Yeah. Tony had a couple of times where he threw his club further than he hit the ball. So yeah, <laughs> Tony, one for theatrics. I noticed, you know. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, with Roy, I mean, he got lucky on that third hole. We used Roy's drive. He outdrove Chris Cody. He did. That's incredible. <laughs> it really, Roy. Chris. Chris really though was there to like show off and be like, I'm yes. the best at this. And he, you know, had kind of like the lingo down. And he was also seeing how far he could hit it, whether or not it actually landed in a beneficial spot for the rest right. of us. Like we went with Smeddy's shots a couple of times too, because Chris was just like, how far can I hit this to make everyone else look bad? And sometimes like, dude, way too far. You went way are, too far on that. Are you saying Chris Cody is a look at me golfer? <laughs> like, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm, I'll just say it. Yes. <laughs> but he's the reason we beat Homa. I mean, spoiler yeah. alert. I mean, <laughs> I know, spoiler alert. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, this flirtation we're about to have with Homa? Because I think what we should do is try to get in bed with as many golfers as possible. And right. then when one of them ultimately succeeds, we have an in. You know, because okay, I also yes. don't think that they're keeping track of this. Because we did it with Tony Finau not too long ago where we wanted to be his fan clubs. But I think we should do a similar thing with Max Homa and just kind of become the official fan club for as many golfers as possible, knowing that they're not following along. More more likely than not, they're not following along stupidity week to week. So we can get away with this very publicly, trying to become best friends with all of these golfers and then just latch on to whoever it works with. I like where you're headed. Um, I like what, you know, I like how you're thinking here. I am I am with it. So with Finau, who's been knocking on the door, not only at Augusta, but all four of the majors for a while now, uh, we had him on the show. We are we are phenoms. That's mm -hmm. what we call ourselves, his fan base. And you're right. None of these golfers communicate. So now you're saying, let's pitch the same type of thing to Max Homa. Is that Be because Max Homa is going to break through it eventually, Billy. He's won three times on tour. He's going to break through at a major eventually. He's playing well.
well, Big Fine, we're his fee nuts. He's the phenom. So oh, don't, that's yeah, right. Yeah, say, yeah, five dollars. But right. we just need to, yeah, we just need to get in with as many as possible. And honestly, we just take it tournament to tournament, right? Because even yes. like, let's say Max Homa wins this week, which would be incredible, right? Yes, so yes. we become friends with Max Homa if this goes well today. And then he wins uh, the Masters. And then we're friends with the person that won the Masters. If, you know, Tony Fina wins the next major, then... Mm-hmm. Good for us. We'll just, you know, go right back right. to being phenuts. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> we'll just. Yeah. But what are we going to pitch to Max Homa? Like, what? What would be our name? You know, like we're phenuts for Tony Finau. He's yeah. the phenom. What would we pitch for Max Homa? <laughs> what are we going to do here? It's a Let, tough name we'll, to work with. I think we can figure it out. Like, let's see. <sighs> just see how it goes. It, yeah, let's not do it way too early because we might scare okay. him off. I feel like we can build a rapport with him. Here's another thing um, that maybe we shouldn't say, but it doesn't matter. We've been trying, or you, I should say, have been trying to get Max Homa on with you for like two years or something, and something always goes wrong. So Uh even as recent as like three weeks ago, we were trying to get Max Homa on and our paths were crossed, which ended up being beneficial because now, you know, we have contact with Max Homa. So that was like a good (laughs) opportunity and bad for him, but see what we can make work out with this Max Homa. We finally got him. All right, well, let's see uh, Let's see what we can do with him. He's a fun guy. He's a great guy. He's a really good golfer. Uh, he's going to break through and win one of these majors soon. He's really good. He's really young. Uh, it's our Masters preview here. It's a big week for me. It's my favorite week on the sports calendar. Us. It's uh, us. Yes, I'm sorry. It's a big week. <laughs> I forgot Philly's a golfer. <laughs> it's a big week for us, uh, and our preview is presented by our friends at Elijah Craig Bourbon. We appreciate their support. We had a fun time out at my golf course uh, trying to beat Max Homa, which we did. So thank you to Elijah Craig Bourbon. And we enjoyed a little 19th hole sip of Elijah Craig Bourbon, Billy. It was delicious, huh? Nice little <laughs> toast there at the end. Yes. yeah. You're a golfer now. Look at you. Golfer, 19th hole, you know? <laughs> Let's talk to a real golfer, Max Homa. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Max, it's uh, it's good to finally see you, my man. Thank you for yeah, doing likewise. this. Likewise, thank you yeah. for having me. How does it uh, how does it feel to lose to six terrible golfers and one, you know, kind of average golfer? We had the Max Homa Challenge presented by Elijah Craig Bourbon. We went out on my golf course. We played nine holes. You shot a seventy-two or seventy-four, I believe, your last round. So you were plus two. We played nine holes, best ball. We went minus three. How do you feel about losing to a bunch of amateur golfers? How do you feel about bragging about that? <laughs> I'm really good. I feel really good about it. I do. I okay, be honest cool. with you. I mean, it's not every day I beat a professional at some at something, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I guess I did lose. I'll take right. that. You didn't beat a professional. No, I didn't. It Chris Cody did. People, yeah. <laughs> it took seven of us to beat one. Oh my God. Uh Max is with us here uh on behalf of Elijah Craig. Are you drinking some Elijah Craig bourbon right now? I am not. It is extremely early and it's the week before the Masters, so I'm cooling it on the alcohol front. But I will be drinking a bunch of Elijah Craig uh, bourbon on Sunday night uh, after the after the Masters next Sunday night. With a green coat on? Say it. Say it. Oh, yeah. It'll be a green coat on. Probably no shirt on underneath a green coat on and I'll have my bourbon coat uh, coming in nicely. Wow. Billy, what are you looking at? Why are you so surprised? It's guaranteeing a master's yeah. victory. How about that? I mean, pretty you good. gotta speak it into existence in existence <laughs> at some point. So I'm I'm running with that theory. Max, the first time you play that course, can you explain to me the first time, the very first time you play Augusta, what's going through your mind? Uh you get a rush of like the nostalgia, oddly enough. Um it's the only golf course I feel like so many people uh you know, I've never been there, but they could rattle off every hole and every shot. Uh, it's the most watched golf tournament. Uh, it's the most kind of like uh, esteemed golf course, the one everybody kind of wants to play, bucket list golf course. So when you're there, finally, it, it's wild. You you spend so much time looking around, you kind of forget what you're doing. Um, and you're kind of taking in the things that you wouldn't notice on TV, I guess, um, how hilly it is. Um, there's a lot of things people say about the joint, but it is, uh, it's all pretty true. I mean, you get up to the first hole and by the time you're on the second green, you've dropped a a ton, uh, with the elevation. So it's just stuff like that, but you're honestly pretty thankful to be there. You're look again, you're looking at like the cabins and things you just don't see when you're watching the tournament. Uh, it's, it's a wild place, man. You get so much hype for it. And then when you do actually finally get to be on the grounds, it is, uh, it, it is awesome. Were you nervous? Yeah, honestly, the the I, so I my first Masters was the November one, so it was very bizarre. No fans. Golf course was nowhere near what it is in April. Obviously, I had a bunch of rain, um, and it's just a lot softer. But I was more nervous, oddly enough, when I teed off my very first time in a practice round than I was when I played started the tournament on Thursday. Uh, it was uh, you just I don't know feels feels wrong. It took me a while to get there too. I was twenty nine or twenty eight, so it took me a while to even get there. Uh, so it's like almost like added hype and added pressure. So once I finally got there, it was like, uh, it, it, I, I think I appreciated it a bit more. So it made me a bit more nervous. What are the things that you don't see on TV that you see when you're actually there? Um, well, honestly, in a, a, for a fan's perspective, uh, I, last year I missed a cut, but I stayed Saturday to watch some golf uh, and practice. 
and my uh, my in-laws and and they were out there still. So I went and hung out with them. So I got to do the fan thing and like the the little uh, like beverage uh, areas and the food areas are rad. Like they're they're a factory. They you are in and out really quick. It's cheap as hell. Um, but like I said, the the biggest the biggest thing that is is shocking when you get there is really how hilly it is. Um, you, you, like if you stand at the beginning of the property where you enter and you look straight down the end of the golf course, it's just like a constant hill and that's wild. Um, but just everything, like how green the grass is, it sounds so stupid when I say it, but that's like, it doesn't to me though. No, it doesn't. How, yeah. How white the bunkers are right. like, that's jarring. Um, but like it's, it's, it's a very pure golf tournament because since there's nobody has uh, phones. You can't have phones out there. Right. Uh, you get a better experience uh, for both the player. We get to kind of, you're more willing to interact with people because they're not, they don't just have a camera up in your face. Right. And the fans seem a lot more like happy and alive and like very excited to be there. Um, so there's, there's a lot of stuff, but it, it, it is shocking. I mean, you, it looks a lot like it does on TV. Um, you know, you'll get there and be like, Oh, I know exactly where I am. Like this is number one and this is number four and all this stuff. But you'll see the greens are a little smaller than you would think uh, a lot more undulation on the, on the green. So when you walk around the golf course, you'll have your favorite spot to sit and watch. Um, and, and I don't know, it's a, it's a really cool spot because we have so much knowledge of the place before we even get there. Do you have a course that you like to play better, like more than Augusta? Is there a course? What's your favorite course? Yeah, my favorite course, Riviera in uh, LA. That's my, nice. favorite, my favorite golf course. Um, but I mean, Augusta is, you know, it's special, it's different, but I get to play it during the masters. So it's like hard to, right. uh, it's hard. I mean, it, you can't really beat that. So if you told me what's your favorite golf course to play in a specific time, mine would be Augusta in April, <laughs> but uh day to day, my favorite golf course is, is still Riviera. I love uh, that you use the word rad. You're such a California dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you ditch the name John? Like Max is your middle name. What happened to John? I'm a John. Why'd you ditch John? What happened? It's my parents' fault. So if you ever have them on here, uh, you could ask them. I would love but, to have uh, them on. Yes, <laughs> call them. The Homas. Yeah. Yes. My uh, my grandfather passed away before I was born, and they decided to uh, to pay homage to him. His name's John. So they wanted to name me Max and make my middle name John, but they thought that Max John Homa did not sound good. So they decided to name me John Max Homa or John Maxwell Homa, and then uh, never call me John one day in my life, and just pretty mm. much make the first day of every year of every schooling. <laughs> Just the most awkward thing of all time. So I appreciate that a lot. From so them. they liked your grandfather to an extent, like yes. to name you yeah. after him, but to never actually call you his name. Exactly. Mm. It, it wasn't enough, but they, they, yeah, they, they were, they were being respectful. I think. Yeah. So. But I got to be honest, Max Homa is a better name. It is. Thank than you. John I Homa. completely and oh, utterly agree. I, I understand that. I know about his grandfather, but Max Homa is a better golfer name than John Homa. I think he Listen, would agree with I, that. I, I would like to think that my grandpa is sitting up there in heaven thinking to himself, I wish they would have just named him Max. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> all uh, the listen, tax forms, all the forms I have to fill out and remind myself what my name is. Right. <laughs> it gets complicated. It, well, it's just a name. I mean, yeah, it is just a name. So listen, I am Jewish. I could ask you this question and you are Jewish as well. How Jewish are you? Are you like two nights a year Jewish? Or are you going like every Friday night? I'm a, I had a bar mitzvah Jewish and I can still remember my Torah portion, uh, Get but here. I am, I'm definitely not a every night by any means. Uh, I have, uh, I'm not, I'm not near Jewish enough for my mom. I think Max, <laughs> I swear to God. One of the questions here is, did you nail your half Torah portion? Oh, I nailed it. I nailed it. And my, my, uh, my dad with the ultimate dad, uh, dad joke said, 
that my half Torah was so long, it should have been called the whole Torah. So you could save that. <laughs> oh my God. You save that. Uh, <laughs> Let's the get the homers on. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, so you remember? I'll tell you a funny story, and this will tell you all you need to know about me. Um, I farmed out my Haftorah portion. (laughs) I did my bar mitzvah with a partner. Kyle Weissman was his name. Mm -hmm. They would do two at a time at our temple. Did you do it with someone else, Max? No, man, I I took that thing on my own. Okay, so they put me with this guy, Kyle Weissman. I could not memorize the Haftorah portion, so he did (laughs) it for me. What's Kyle up to now? I have no idea. We should get him on. You should get him on, yeah. What if he's a rabbi? That'd be amazing. (laughs) That would be. That would be amazing. Wait, could... So can you do a little right now? I want to hear you like do oh, it. Do no, it. don't. No, no. <laughs> Come on. I want to hear it. I want to hear the no, Torah no, portion. No. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, your dog, Scotty. Yeah. Where did that name come from? Uh, Scotty Where is Scotty? Putters. <laughs> no way. Really? You named them after a putter? Oh. Swear. My wife loved the name Scotty. Uh, and, right. and then I could ease into that with, I got some say in the naming by saying that it relates to the putter I use. So I'm just running with that. What kind of dog is he? Uh, it's a she. She's a yellow lab. Uh, oh, okay. She is oh. somewhere around here. Uh, she's a chunky yellow lab. Um, putting. Like, what's the most frustrating part of golf for you? Like, what? where are you the most inconsistent when it comes to golf? The, the, the part of it, the part of the game that challenges you the most. I know it's all challenging, but the part that yeah. you need to work on and get better at so you can win the Masters, wear a green coat with no shirt under and drink some <laughs> Elijah Craig. The, definitely the most uh, the the part I need to get better at is just the short game around the greens, chipping and whatnot. But the part that this, that's the most frustrating is the putting because I've had weeks, uh, like a bunch of weeks, where I feel like I might be the best putter that's ever walked this earth, and then then very next week I think I might be the worst putter that's ever walked this earth. <laughs> so uh, that's it's just the ups and downs of that is is really frustrating. Um, you know, I've never been somebody on the greens who just had. Uh, a consistent feel. Um, so when it's good, it's great. When it's bad, it's not uh, anywhere close. So that's been kind of the battle. I mean, everything short game and then on the greens has been uh, the main focus for the last, I'd say, year and a half to kind of like get closer and closer to be able to compete in these big, big events. Um, but yeah, it's uh, golf is just like a, it's a, such a frustrating game because it's ever moving. You, you know, some days feel like your golf swing feels perfect. And then the next day it feels like something's off and it's so small and subtle. Uh, but fortunately for the last year and a half, two years, it's been pretty consistent of what I need to do and what's been good and what hasn't. So um, that, that makes practicing a bit easier, uh, which is good. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think most golfers would answer that way, right? Because you can all strip it like 300 yards. You yeah. can all get to the green, but it's around the green, especially at a place like Augusta. That's where you have to be great. Yeah. The interesting thing about Augusta that people don't really understand, uh, I guess, comprehend is it is really, really hard to putt there. The slopes are crazy. It's hard to chip there, but it's so demanding that almost everyone struggles a little bit. So right. it, it actually plays into uh, good ball strikers hands, in my opinion, a bit more so. Um, you know, Jordan Spieth uh, has played unbelievable there and he gets so much credit for a good reason for his putting. But he has been when he was playing that top level golf, he was the best iron player in the world. So um, it actually almost like uh, dilutes a bit of the chipping and 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 putting areas. It, it brings people in. You obviously still need to make putts and hit good chips. But uh, it's nice for me uh, personally, because. Uh, if I get a week where it's pretty good inside 10 feet, um, the ball striking ends up being the bigger deal. Uh, so that's why, uh, you know, Augusta, you, you don't ever really see somebody slap it around there and kind of just get up and down for the for the whole week. You have to hit the ball really well that week, and then you got a whole a few a few putts. But it's just so damn hard to putt there that it, not a lot of people are just making you know tons of 20, 30 footers. 
Are you fighting off a sneeze right now? It seems like you are. Mm, no, yeah. I thought I was about to, but I won yeah. that battle. So <laughs> What'd you do? Well, yeah, like, what'd you do? How'd you do it? How'd you suppress it? What happened? I'm not sure. A lot of focus, a lot of passion. <laughs> Max Holm is with us on behalf of Elijah Craig Bourbon. Uh, Max, this is going well so far, but I think that we as a show are kind of treating this almost like speed dating because we had Tony Finau on a couple weeks ago. Right. And we pledged our loyalty to him. We said that he needed a nickname. We called him the Phenom. We told him that we'd be his Phenuts. Yep. Uh, but this is going well. And I feel like our loyalty. We like you better. Yeah. I feel like our loyalty to him it, like exists only as long as our next interview. And right now, you're our next interview. So we're kind of trying to see, like, do you want us as your fan club? Yeah. Like, what can you offer the Phenuts to kind mm -hmm. of become fans of yours? Oh, man. The fiend. Well, so it's hard to preach to a fan base that already is named after another golfer. Yeah, but, yeah, we're but we can be bought. Yeah, yeah, we'll change our name. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all in on uh, on the support. So I appreciate even the opportunity at the very least. Um, I do the whole nuts. Oh, the whole nuts. Oh, I like that. I'm okay. That's not a bad idea. I'm I'm cool that that would be even more aligned with your speed dating where you just slightly change the nicknames. It's like you call every one of your girlfriend, you call the first one babe and then the next one baby, and you're like, mm. no, it's a completely new nickname. Or John and John. Or John, right. How about the homies? The homies. The homies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> homies might be better. Unless you wanted the nuts in there, the homies could be a little no, we don't uh, care about the nuts. Drop the nuts. Yeah, come okay. on. Okay, then drop the nuts and add the me's. So if the homies come to an event that you're playing in, you'll acknowledge us, you'll hang out. We'll talk, we'll hug, we'll embrace yeah, all we'll that. All we'll have a glass of Elijah friends. Craig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll all be me and my homies. Me and my homies. Well, one of the homies perhaps caddy for you one day. I don't know. Just uh, mm. for, Mike uh, Yeah, Mike That's a. a tough one because you got to take that up with my my own caddies. <laughs> practice uh, round. Practice yeah, round. Practice okay, round. Okay, he gets okay. a day off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now, now you're, you're talking a little bit more towards his joys of getting days off. Yeah. Oh God, Max Oma with us here on behalf. Elijah Craig, uh, the Masters coming up this week. Uh, I am told that you were very good at football in high school. Is that correct? Oh, not high school, but prior. Uh, who told you that? <laughs> Talk to people. Tony Fina. He did. Okay. <laughs> I, I was I was always uh, a little above average at all sports, and then uh, never nearly good enough to play anything at any kind of high level. But I enjoy. Used to enjoy when I was a kid running around catching stuff, shooting stuff. So uh, I, I had some stuff uh, going on back then. Now I'm just a, a lowly golfer who walks and then says he's sore at the end of long days. Stop complaining, Homa. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I shouldn't complain. First class problems. Oh, I Don't even play carry my own bag. <laughs> hey, knowing that course the way you do, um, can you and knowing what Tiger went through in that car accident, can you envision Tiger being able to just walk that course for four consecutive days? Because it seems like he wants to try and play. I, I can. Uh, I actually think the part that's getting uh, maybe under uh, reported is I don't think at this point the walking is the hardest is going to be the hardest part about that place um, because he has uh, and he has proven he has like the highest pain tolerance of a, a professional golfer that we've ever seen. He won a golf tournament on a broken leg and had to play 91 holes. So I don't think that's the issue. I think what he was probably going out there to check out is you hit so many shots off side slopes and down slopes and up slopes and, and it's it's very awkward on your legs knees or whatever that i think he's trying to make sure that he can still um you know it's not just hitting a golf ball in your backyard on a flat range you have to uh be able to balance things a little bit differently out there and i think he's probably making sure that that is not what's you know causing both pain and uh just a bit of 
you know, the uncomfortability of that. So I think that is kind of a part that he was going to check out, but man, the way he flew down to Augusta, I, I imagine he's going to play. I, I imagine we're going to wow. find out soon, but I wish I knew more. Um, but I did not call or text him and ask him. So, but you could, right. Yeah. You could, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't even know. But we're the homies. I'm 100% I mean, sure it's his phone number, but it right. is well, just, my phone. Uh, how about this? Just send it to us, and then we'll figure out yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. his phone number yeah. or okay, not. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll verify for you, and then <laughs> save yourself, yeah, the embarrassment. We'll be the ones that be like, oh, sorry, it's not Tiger. Don't worry. We got this. Just you should get a card, right? Woods, I'm texting, are you playing the Masters? Yes. Well, yeah. that's a great question Billy just asked you, though, Max. If Tiger wanted to play and needed a golf card, he should get that. Yeah, He's Tiger Bleeping Woods, man. Oh, he could do whatever he wants, for sure. No one will complain. All right, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do some fill in the blank with you, and then we're gonna end this thing with Homa or Noma, little Ooh, game we like to play. Okay. okay. All right, Love so here it. we go. We play it all the time. <laughs> we play it. <laughs> it's a common game. I play the it. The homies too. are constantly doing this. <laughs> That's all we do. That's why you're, we're your fan base. We're your biggest fans. <laughs> the homies. <laughs> uh, Max Homa's best friend on tour is blank. Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. How'd you guys become such good friends? Met him in college. He actually helped me meet my uh, my now wife. Uh, but we just uh, always clicked. Big sports fans. Fun to kind of talk about things, not golf with him. Uh, more difficult, marriage or golf? Uh, golf, for sure. Okay. I got a cool wife. Excellent. <laughs> I don't. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, Take that out. <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> the funniest, leave, it in. Yeah, leave it in, Mike. Funniest guy on tour is blank. Uh, man, that's a tough question. There's a lot. Harold Varner is very funny. Is he really? You have to yeah, be up he, there though, Max. You have he to be always puts a smile. Well, I'm not going to pick myself. Okay. I'm so humble, obviously. Right. Um, <laughs> but Harold, Harold's always a, a, a funny dude to be around. Uh, best, uh, the best golf has ever made you feel is blank. Oh man. That's a tough one. I mean, when I won, when I won at Riviera, last year i don't know it just made me it was like a pure euphoria it felt like a real 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 dream come true like so exactly cool. how i envisioned it and if yeah. not better the worst the game has ever uh, made you feel is blank oh man uh that was some low times in 2017 just in random hotels uh beating my head against the wall just thinking that there's just so many more things i should be doing with my life than this that stage is there's there's far more pressure trying to get to the tour than actually getting to the tour and winning on tour. Correct. A hundred percent. I would always say that the hardest part, in my opinion, about an individual sport, uh, you know, we don't get as much media attention as, you know, other sports, obviously. And I'm sure there's there's parts that I'm I'm, I'm underappreciating that other athletes have to go through. But at the end of every week and at the uh, and uh, every, every day, uh, we have a number that, uh, next to our name that associates how good we are. And that's right. tough to look at when it's not, uh, a very low number <laughs> and it's, it, it's, it wears on your brain a little bit for, for sure. The coolest foursome Max Homa has ever found himself in is blank. Oh man, <laughs> that's a great question. I'll give you the most random. I, okay. I, it's not even the full foursome, but I played golf with Harry Styles once. What? what? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, how the hell am I in this? <laughs> well, how? Yeah. How the yeah, hell were like, you in How this? is this right? <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how did that happen? I was at the Madison club down in Palm Springs and uh, it was the week uh, of Coachella and a bunch of the like celebrity people come in that week mm. so they can go. It's right across the street. And like the people you see that week are nuts. And uh, yeah, next thing I know I'm on the tee and I'm getting introduced to Harry Styles. Like he needs introduction. And it was, <laughs> is he one of the homies? 
He is. He is awesome. Guys, you still he's talk really to him? cool. Yeah, he's cool. You got his number? Oh, here we go. Yeah. You guys text cool each dude. other? Was he good at golf? No. Uh, he was all right. I mean, uh, right. I mean, I'm never going to say something bad about Harry Styles. One of like the coolest people going. Yeah. I, I just think next time you're on with us, and hopefully yeah. there'll be a next time because we're the homies. Mm -hmm. uh, you bring on the homas, your parents, yeah. and you also ask <laughs> Harry to join us. Okay? And Kyle, and Kyle, <laughs> yeah, your friend. Yeah, right. Is that yeah, good? You, yeah. You, if you bring on Kyle, I'll get my parents on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deal. Okay. Deal. Um, favorite TV show is blank. Uh, the Office. Oh wow. Um, favorite band is blank. Oh, I sense there might be some Grateful Dead vibes with you. Just only no, I'm, no, not your favorite I'm, a band. Okay. I'm a hip hop guy. One okay. of my one of my close buddies is uh, named Mike, just Mike, and he he does a lot of music. I, I'm not a big band guy. Like since I like hip hop, it's like, you know, just like this. So favorite artist. favorite rappers blank. Mike and uh, I love J. Cole. J. Cole's awesome. OK, the song you sing out loud in your car every time it comes on is blank. Uh, lately, it's been anything Olivia Rodrigo, embarrassingly enough, but wow. she gets me in these uh, in these uh, high school feelings vibes. <laughs> Billy, you a fan? Yeah. All right. Uh, worst <laughs> Passover Seder you've ever had is blank. <laughs> um, the one where I couldn't find that. No one's going to get this where I couldn't find the Afi Komen and my sister found it before me. No one's going to get that one. I'll explain it. The Afi like... Komen is a piece of matzah <laughs> that we hide from the kids, right? And yeah, whoever finds it in the house. Kids depressing yes uh whoever finds it in the house gets money from uh from grandpa or grandma <laughs> we didn't get money we just got a pat on the back <laughs> is that all you got a pat on the back yeah i, I got mm. like a hundred bucks if i found the afi come it was a big day mm. <laughs> that's huge <laughs> i know, I know. It was grandpa john that didn't want to give you money <laughs> <laughs> see that's that's tough because grandpa i was named after my grandpa john because he passed away before i was born oh, <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> billy. that's a low moment for you there billy, <laughs> billy you're a homie now, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so morbid. We can move past this. <laughs> <laughs> you have such a great, uh, such a great personality, man. All right, Homa or Noma, and you're done. Okay, uh, Homa or Noma, cheese blintzes. Noma, I don't eat really cheese. So what? Wow. Yeah, Those things are delightful, though, man. <laughs> uh, tricked out golf carts, Homa or Noma. Homa, I'm all in. I, my, yeah. my, the guy who owns the golf course I play as friends with Michael Jordan, and uh, he, his golf course cart looks just like uh, MJ's, but instead of the Jumpman logo, it's him with like a fat body doing the Jumpman logo. That's so that's awesome. Cool. So you're friends with Jordan now too, huh? I am not at all. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you played Jordan's Get course down here? I haven't. I got an invite and bailed on accident or not on accident, oh. but uh, mistakenly and did not come out theme i've played it and so uh <laughs> i played it so uh if you'd like to join me when you're down here in south florida i'd love to i can get us in there okay I'd love me to. you dwight freeney amad rashad how about that wow. nice that, that, that might be the coolest foursome then if we add in harry styles it'd be all time there you well, go listen yeah. you bring harry i'll bring freeney and amad, <laughs> yeah, okay? I'll bring him up. <laughs> Who, who's out there rashad or free i hate to tell you Stu. Oh, it's probably wow. you're gonna get wow. knocked out. It's gonna be me. I'm gonna get whacked. I'm gonna get whacked. That is so Thanks for setting it up, Stu. <laughs> uh, catch up on a hot dog. Homa or Noma? Homa for sure. Okay, matzo ball soup. Homa, oh, Noma. The ultimate Homa. That's my favorite ever. The absolute best. A uh, guy who is decked out with all the gear but stinks at golf. Homa or Noma? I have to say Homa because all my friends get all my gear and they're parking lot professionals. Uh, so I got to say Homa because I got to rep them. But, right. uh, you know, random, probably Noma, but I'm going to go Homa for that one. The homies could use some gear.
Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a lot of them. We're asking a lot out of you here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to call Harry Styles, give you guys my clothes. Uh, and get Send my his Tiger's number, but that's yeah. to check for you so you oh, don't get embarrassed. Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're case. doing you a favor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how we pay you back. <laughs> yeah, thank oh, you God. so much. <laughs> uh, was hit, The guy who says after the fourth hole and he's like, you know, plus nine, hey, I was hitting him so good on the range. <laughs> oh, oh, Noma. The ultimate Noma. <laughs> <laughs> Five practice swings before every swing homa yeah. or noma a huge noma let's get on with it <laughs> if you're gonna be bad be bad quickly right yeah be quick we I, i'll play with anybody in the world if you're quick all right uh max give me your feelings here uh headed into augusta like realistically what are you thinking here what's your strategy how do you feel about your chances to get it done yeah realistically i feel very good this is the best golf i've ever played um for an extended time uh game feels awesome i went up to augusta three weeks ago uh, with Taylor and we scouted it out a bit to get comfy. Um, the course suits my game really well. So that's cool. Um, I, I know now what to expect with the nerves and the, the, the pressure and, and the fans and all of that, uh, how they set up the golf course. So a um, couple little baby things with the, with the uh, strategy on certain holes, but really nothing's changed too much. I just got to go out there and play the way I've been playing. I think I'd have a decent chance, honestly. Can you promise the homies that if you win and you're sitting in the cabin and Jim Nance is putting that green jacket on it, you will be shirtless? Can you promise us yeah. that? Oh, uh, man, that's a, that's a tough ask. <laughs> you can't okay, do it. No, he can't do it. Billy, I love golf. No, no, I love I know, the course. He can't do no, it. No, no, okay. don't do that. Okay. Wear the shirt. Wear, you know, be, be respectful, but just, you know, make sure to give a shout out to the homies. <laughs> yeah, I'll give a shout out to the homies. That one's a lot. Yeah, yeah that, that one's okay. more acceptable. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, Max, this has been uh, delightful, man. We appreciate it. You're a good dude. Uh, we wish you luck coming up uh, at Augusta. Tell us about Elijah Craig Bourbon because uh, you are the official golfer of Elijah Craig Bourbon. So tell us about it. Yeah, it's been awesome, man. I had never been a huge bourbon person. Um, so obviously now I am. I've gotten to learn a ton about it. I got to go out to, to their distillery in Kentucky. Um, and it's been a cool journey. I now, you know, I, I would implore people if you aren't a big bourbon person, uh, when you get into it, just to try it in different ways. You know, I put some in an old fashioned. Um, I try some, uh, you know, over, I do one big ice cube or neat. And I have certain ones now I'm lucky. They send me, you know, everything they've got, but I get to go figure out now, Hey, I like this one over a cube. I like this one mixed in. I like, you know, this one neat. So it's been fun. It's very good. Uh, it's definitely like a great after golf drink. Um, when you're just kind of settling down with the with, with the guys uh or a nighttime drink like kind of a nightcap um and i've on it like i said I've, I've really enjoyed it uh just because uh it's been like a new kind of journey for me to 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 learn about um not only the alcohol and learn about bourbon but being a part of uh elijah craig and meeting all those people that work there they've made me very comfy and it's been very fun and i appreciate what they're doing with me on social media and trying to grow their brand but letting me kind of be myself with it because it's been it's been fun that i get to do this authentically yeah they've been great with us in our show as well so we appreciate that very much i will tip a glass i will pour a glass and tip a glass <laughs> in your honor if you could do it on sunday night okay man yes, just I remember it's important to pour one out for the homies yeah, yes, I'll right. put some out for the homies, and then yes. I'll drink even more for them. <laughs> we have already – we listen, we've informed Tony Finau that he is out, okay? Yeah. We already told him. Unless he wins. <laughs> you like the Peanuts. Homa, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Good luck, man. Thank you, fellas. Take All care. Right. 
Billy, we're homies. How about, how about that? How about that, huh? <laughs> You're beaming. I mean, Max Homo was worth the wait, by the way. He was great. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, awesome. Fantastic. I, love I already it, have man. some plans in mind for what we can do with old Max down the road. Send <laughs> some emails. Max. Yeah, send some emails out. See what we can do I, here. I think when your name is Max, you have to refer to him as old Max, even yeah. though he's 32, I think. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Max, by the way, this is... Max is a really good name for a dog, right? Like, if you were to have a dog, would you name it Max? Um, I consider Max. It is a great name for a dog. Yes. Why? Yeah. Why did that come to? <laughs> well, because we were talking about his dog and his dog's oh, name. That's right. Not Max. Not a bad name for a dog. We can have a dog named Max, right? What is the best name for a dog? Is it Max? Mm. Is it Max Spot Fido? You know no. You know what's a good name for a dog? And I haven't had a dog with this name yet. Buddy. I like Buddy for a dog. Buddy's a good name. Yeah. Buddy's a good dog name. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but you have dogs. You didn't name a dog Buddy. No. I mean... Well, both of my dogs had names before, and I felt guilty. Even though they were only like eight and nine months old when I got them, I felt right. bad changing their name because I thought it might confuse them, even though I quickly learned uh, when we took my first dog to puppy training that he had absolutely no idea what his name was. And the way that we learned that was... We would say his name. His name was Dopey. We'd be like, Dopey, Dopey, come here, whatever. And he would always come. So we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We told the teacher, yeah, he absolutely knows his name. And then the teacher just started screaming other names. I'm like, Greg, Larry, whatever. And he would respond to absolutely every name that was yelled at him. We're like, okay. Doesn't know his name. We could have changed his name. But now we're, you know, a couple months in. It's definitely too late now. Uh, we uh, we adopted our dog as well. So it, we we had the same exact thing going on here. Okay. So, and it, his name is Finny, Finnegan. Yeah. Uh, but we were thinking about changing it. And then we just decided for the same reasons. Like, that's confusing to the poor dog. So we just left it Finny, you know? There's also a lot of pressure. Um, and obviously, we have both experienced this. So we have adopted dogs that have their names. And it's like, okay, well, it's easy just to keep them with their names, right? When my daughter was going to be born and we had to choose a name, it's like, oh, my God, like, this is a lot of pressure because this name lasts forever. Like, this is going to be her name forever. I mean, unless she changes it. But, like, this is going to be her name. And I'm sure that you guys did the same thing when you were naming your twins. Like, that's the pressure. Dogs, I mean, it's a dog. So what difference does it make? But, like, naming humans is like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> naming humans. Put it on the polls. Naming humans like, whoa. <laughs> You think Max is going to send us that bottle? No. No? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, he seems like a, you know, well, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to do it. He seems like a good guy, but I think that's out of his control. It's up to his PR people is what I'm yeah. trying to tell you, Billy. Uh, I, I'm interested in this. So I agree with you. Max is a great dog name. But who on the PGA Tour, just by their last name, would be the best dog name? Just by last name alone. That's a tough one. Think about mm. it for a second, you know? It's a good question, and I am a golf guy now, so I know the names of all the golfers, so I'm not going to be looking this up. Right, like Nicholas? Nah, there's something better than nah. Nicholas. Watson? How about Watson? <laughs> Watson <laughs> sounds like, Watson sounds like you know those dogs, like uh, the movie Beethoven? I don't even know what type of dog that was. But, like, yeah. the type of dogs that sometimes they have, like, that little medical, like, barrel around their neck, and they, like, run around with all the supplies. Like, I could see a dog like that being named Watson. Hold on. Let me scroll through some names here, okay? <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm scrolling through names right now. I love a good a, a good scroll through a list. Do you, Billy? Love a good scroll. I mean, we do it every time Golik's on. We just have him scroll through his contacts, you know? Yes. Uh, Sneed? No. <laughs> Sneed. <laughs> Hogan? Ooh, here's, a, name. here's another rich dog name. Eastwood. Ah, uh, Eastwood. Yeah, how about Westwood? There? 
Yeah. Wait, what, a, what, what What? list am I looking at? Because Dwight D. Eisenhower came out on this list. Big golfer. <laughs> list of male golfers. It's just like anyone that's ever played golf. Dwight D. Eisenhower was not like a, a noted golfer, was he? I don't know. Oh, you know why? It why? looks like he's in the Golf Hall of Fame. What? Yeah. What? Why? I don't know. Golf. What do you mean golf? He was a president. It I just mean... says HOF right underneath his name. And the another one that says HOF, Ernie Els. Really? Yeah. The Big Easy. Mm-hmm. Big Sexy. I forget what it's called. I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a Big Easy, yeah. <laughs> Why did I call him Big Sexy? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's your thing. Who knows? Uh, Billy, since you're a big golf fan now, who do you yeah. like to win the uh, to win the Masters here? To win the green coat? To put on oh. the green coat and butler cabin on Sunday afternoon? Who do you like? Tiger is going to play, Billy. He's not there. He, listen, he's not there to practice, and he's not there to lose. So I'm just putting that out there. And Jordan Spieth is fantastic on this course. So I am going to go with Jordan Spieth. To really? Win yes. That's what, what about DJ? Uh, DJ will be in contention. He won a couple of years ago. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan Spieth, though. He's won that thing a couple of times. He's playing great golf, and I think Jordan Spieth knows that course as well as any golfer out there. So I'm going to go uh, – him and Tiger. Uh, so I'm going to go with Spieth here. Hmm. Huh? Who are you taking? Tom Kite is in the Hall of Fame. He is. Yep. Thank you for uh, pointing that out. <laughs> not a good not a good dog name, though. No, 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 no. I think if I had a Golden Retriever, I'd name it Goldie. After Steve Goldstein? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Voice of the Panthers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Longhurst. That's another rich dog. Yeah, it is. A very rich dog. Mm -hmm. um, are you going to tell me who's going to win the Masters or no? No, I mean, I, I'm feeling good about DJ. I'm feeling good about uh, our guy, Max Homa. Yeah. How great is yeah. it? How great is it going to be for us if Homa wins the Masters? If Homa dude? wins and he comes through on his <laughs> promise to give a shout out to his homies when talking yes. Yes. to Jim Nance, like holy crap! That would, I know. That would be another level that we had reached on this. We should see how the weekend goes before he sends us a signed bottle. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you're going to want him to put, like, you know, Masters Well, Billy, I mean, listen, year. that Elijah Craig bourbon bottle going to be worth a lot more if the man who's signing it has won a green coat, okay? Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying, all right? So are you good with waiting? <laughs> well, no, he should send it regardless. We'll still get it, right? Yeah, but send it after you win the Masters. How about that? We should have asked him to sign it as, like, 2022 Masters champion, even though he hasn't won it yet. You know, right. I, I think he would do that though, even if he doesn't win. <laughs> he hasn't signed it yet. <laughs> I think he would too. Yeah. How about uh, this Mick Ryan, huh? I don't even know who that is. He uh, he seems to be an Australian golfer. He died in uh, 1965. Yeah. So what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> he sing, he sounds like a that sounds like a boxing trainer's name, right? Mick Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, how about? Uh, oh, I got a good one. I think Bill. I like the game you're playing. We're playing different games. You're playing a game of dogs that sound like they're owned by wealthy owners, and I'm just searching for a good last name that's also a good dog name. Well, because here's the thing. I've learned this game not as good as we thought it was when we started playing it because the last right. names of golfers so far, we haven't found that many that are good for dog names. How about Baker Finch? How about Finch? Finch is a good name for a dog. Finch Ian is, Baker Finch. Finch is a good name, and so is Twitty. <laughs> Howard Twitty? Yeah, Twitty. Good dog name. I, I believe he's in the Golf Hall of Fame. They'll let anyone into that fucking place. I don't see him in there. I don't see a little HOF next to him. I don't think he's got it in yet. But Eisenhower's in? Eisenhower's in, so's Ken Venturi. 
Oh, well, Ken Venturi was a good golfer. I mean, Hall uh, of Ozzie Famer. <laughs> I'm confused about Eisenhower. Like, yeah. is any president who's ever played in the Golf Hall of Fame? It's easier to get into that Hall of Fame than the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Is Eisenhower in the Basketball Hall of Fame? <laughs> I, I, that's for another day. Okay. <laughs> Stupidity. I pitched a roll at that last episode. What? Oh, God. Phil Lawrence is in here. He just says he pitched a roll for himself. I think I got it. The new, the new Trent Grimm, the independent. I think I got it. The role. <laughs> you got the uh-huh. role. Yeah. You didn't just pitch it. You got I'm, I'm Ted's new uh, assistant coach. Wow. <laughs> Wesley Buckingham. That's who you should play. Wesley Buckingham? Yeah, that's as English as I think I can get. Okay. Mm. What do you do? You're an assistant coach? So I pitched uh, to Bill Lawrence, the creator of Ted Lasso. I said, listen. I am a former coach, two-time national champion. Uh, my team went undefeated two years in a row. I sent everyone on my team to a top 20 Division One lacrosse school. And now I am a retired coach whose kids are going to college, and Ted, La- uh, Ted Lasso needs an assistant. And so I offered to be the assistant. I'm confused. What do you mean? This is the character, or this is like you're just I would be the him. assistant coach for Ted Lasso. <laughs> but it's just you. Well, yeah, and whoever else joins the staff. Why are you so mm. confused? Have you not seen Ted Lasso? No, I honestly, <laughs> I have started watching the first episode with my Okay, and I haven't come back. But I'm not going to say that today. That's upsetting. So That's upsetting. But I'm not going to say it to him. And then I and then I couldn't figure out like my Apple. Do, do you still get free Apple TV if you get a thing? Because I just I, got, so, yeah. I just got a phone, so I, I yeah. could probably get like six months and then maybe knock it out. Uh, Max Oma, how do you feel about that? Just so you know, Bill Lawrence, the creator of Ted Lasso. That's Michael Freeze. Oh, that's Michael Freeze. Sorry. It's not Max <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. I know. I know who it is. He's with us every, every Tuesday. <laughs> I, I don't think you do. If you look up Max Oma, when Homa comes on here, he looks just like him. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know what happened. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just making sure Max gets on him and I'll hop off for you guys. Oh, enough of you. Duke out here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 